the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. All right. It is Thursday night. Happy birthday, Joe Alexis, December 14th. And for me personally, it's steak night. Yes. Steak night. Nope. 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 Joan. Nope. Nope. Joan. Nope. Nope. Joan. You, you can't. You cannot talk, Joan. Um, so uh, in, I believe it was 1997 when I left the district attorney's office of Kings County where I had a, I mean, it was such a fantastic time and I learned so much about the law. I decided that December, because I didn't want to lose all my friends and relationships in the district attorney's office, to just have a dinner. And I honestly don't remember where the first dinner was. Rumor has it that it was at Ruth's Chris, but and then other rumor has it it's where we're going tonight, which is in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Uh, I shouldn't say rumor has it, I should say legend has it. Um, it used to be called Ember's Steakhouse. Now it's called Malone's Steakhouse. Um so I'm really excited about that. There's a ton of news, and we're going to get to the news. Alan Dershowitz is going to be on. He's he's brilliant and fantastic. I heard him on Piscopo this morning. He was great. Chief Michael Kemper is going to be on, giving us the State of the Union of the subway system. But, you know, for the last couple of days, um, I've been saying that we have big news about Joni Pelzer. And I had lunch the other day with uh, Jerry Crowley, who's the general manager, and so, and I, I've been talking about this and my family is wondering what's going on, what's happening with Joan and she's going to be moved. There's talk about her doing that, being the producer of the Joe Piscopo show. So she would have to wake up at four in the morning, or three in the morning and be there. There's talk of her moving over to another station altogether. Then other people want her on the Salem TV network. They want her to launch Salem TV, but it's actually none of those things. Um, it's it's this is what you're about to hear is a an international premiere right here on AM 970 the answer on Wednesday December the 14th right here in the A block Thursday, thank you. Thursday, see, she's still here. Wait, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna turn on the light. Turn up the day. All right, Joan, say hello, Joan Pelzer. Hello, everyone. Hit it, Sambolino. Now, her very own theme song here. It's a personalized theme song on who the. Did uh, that? Um, the <laughs> young man who I said he wants to be on the show, he's performing here in New York on December the 28th. That's hilarious. And I have to give him credit because um, he. Uh, 
he asked me to come on the show a couple of times. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find his name. I feel I'm in, inadequate. You know what, Samalino? While I'm finding his name, let's just play that one more time. The world <laughs> deserves to hear it. Go ahead. Here comes the Jody Belzer song. Fun. Yes. So Rob Dellinger is a uh, he's a performer and he's been asking to come on the show and for no particular reason I've been a little busy um and I hadn't got to him so to get my attention he created this little jingle and sent it to me and said, you know, my, I'm performing, uh, at 54 below on December the 28th at nine o'clock PM. You know, can I come on the show and discuss it? So, Joe. Absolutely. Let's have him on next week. You gotta week. give me the info. He should have come did, to me. I did. I did give you the you info. You did? Uh, yes, Joni. I gave you the info. Let me say. I don't, I don't think you wanna, <laughs> I don't think you want to, uh, uh, out yourself. As out myself. Things. I don't remember. But it was very. It, so it I apologize, was, Rob Dellinger. Thank you for that. It was very, very. Promo. It was very cute. Super did cute. So, did you get a little nervous when I said you were going to leave the show? And yeah, I was like, somewhere? oh my god, I'm getting a huge promotion. I'm getting yeah. my own show. I'm right. getting. I'm being elevated. Well, if you do, if you do get your, you know, <laughs> if you're officially like the co-host, like Sam Bellino is, yeah, you know, you could, you could say Joni Pelzer on the author. Could only be one co-host. They can only be yeah. one co-host. Otherwise, it's Actually, a tri-host. Actually, many shows have multiple co-hosts. Well, are they co-hosts or tri-hosts or quad-hosts? Yeah, maybe. I'm we not sure. call them all those things. Um, but so- I didn't get a, a, a jacket today. I mean, I, I didn't oh, get a jacket. Oh, thank you for bringing it up. Hello. Thank you, Joni. Okay. So, um, real quick, before we get to Professor Alan Dershowitz and then Chief Michael Kemper, and then we have another cute segment at the end of the show, um, Sam Bellino told me a couple of days ago, well, first of all, for my birthday, Sam Bellino sent me to the office this beautiful plexiglass, etched plexiglass, uh, lit up neon sign that says on air with a, um, with a radio microphone in the middle, um, and when it says Arthur I Dollar on the bottom, and it's really, really beautiful and it's really cool. That was two weeks ago for my birthday, and we thanked Sam Bellino, and then he said, I'm sending you, my family and I are sending you a Christmas present. So I come in and there's this big round white bag on my table and, and I look at Joan and I go, is this, is, you think this is Sam Bellino's? And she's like, oh, yo, it's definitely Sam Bellino's. I know everything. <laughs> I am Joni Pelzer and I know everything. And I had a videotape and you opening video, it and, and he it went is, gaga. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It is a Like a satin, little kid opening a bike. It is a satin, bright, bright red. It's bright fire engine red, but even more red than fire engine red. Um, satin jacket, like a spring fall jacket um and on the left uh breast area it has a big tongue the rolling stones tongue and on the back it says girl 50 years and that baseball jacket it's it's cool the jacket from um the show that they did and i want to say 2010 um it could have been 2011 but it was their 50th anniversary show and i went to it with Marianne Bertuna at the Barclays Center. It was one of the first huge acts at Barclays. I think Jay-Z played first. Maybe Madonna was in the mix. And then the first real like rock band that played at Barclays were the Stones. And it was fantastic. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. You know, often when I see the Rolling Stones, they're out at these huge stadiums. To be in the Barclays Center with 17,000, 18,000 people, it's... I know that sounds like a lot, but it's much more intimate than a giant stadium with 90,000 people. So, Sam Bellino, to you and your family, thank you so much. Glad you like it. You're I mean, welcome. I, Merry I'm, Christmas. Thank you. I'm walking around the office wearing it, and people look at me like I'm a nut. Well, and he's, <laughs> he's matching it. He's got a red tie on today to match. 
Perfect. He didn't want to take it off. Well, it's steak night, so it's Christmas steak night, and I got to look like it's all men tonight, no women. Um, we're going down to the old embers, which is Malone's now. We're starting off at the Wicked Monk across the street on, I guess it's ninety seven. Way too familiar with that. From and your um, party. having a drink there, and then we're going to cross the street to Malone's, and we have a private room, and there's probably going to be thirty two, thirty three of us, and uh, we will rock the night away. So we are going to come back to to talk to Professor Dershowitz. Um, I definitely want to touch base with him about SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, and there's two cases there affecting Trump. I got a call today to verify that I will be on not only Mike Gallagher tomorrow at 1145, but also on the Megyn Kelly show tomorrow at 1 o'clock is when our pre-tape is. And then my buddy Craig is bringing in lunch on a Friday in New York City tomorrow uh, during you know the end of uh, the end of the year and Christmas week, and it's... It is a very unique time of the year. You know, summer is long. June, July, August, you bleed into September. Christmas is, is intense and it's tighter. Um, it's bustling out there. The weather's appropriate. You know, I don't like warm Christmas time. I'm excited. So I'm very excited because I'm going to have some fun with Professor Alan Dershowitz coming up right after these messages. Don't go away. It'll be Alan and Arthur right after this. Shaw Contracting in Plainview reminds you of the importance of getting involved in our community this holiday season and truly giving to give. It's a boomerang world where helping others comes back to you. Whether it's giving food, toys, or blood, you can make a difference and positively impact someone's life. To the world, you might be one person, but to one person, you might be the world. This from Shaw Contracting in Plainview, your commercial and office building construction experts since 1993. Wishing everyone a happy and healthy holiday season. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friends, Rob and Danielle Sabah. This family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years is just phenomenal. I've gotten cars there. My whole family does. All my friends do. People come from Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx. My parents have bought a car there. My sister and brother-in-law. Everyone I know go to Bay Ridge Honda. You know why? Because Rob Sabah and his team are the best and most trusted in the business. Tis the season to celebrate with happy Honda days going on now at Bay Ridge Honda. No payments until March, March of 2024, lowest prices of the year selling on the MSRP this month. Brand new 2024 Hondas in stock and ready for delivery. Your favorite Honda models, the great Honda Accord, the Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, and more. Be sure to ask the staff at Bay Ridge Honda about the Bay Ridge Plus package that will have your new or used car covered. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. The Happy Honda Day sale ends January 2nd, 2024. 
This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Let's talk about Connors and Sullivan. We all know that planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Correct. On my birthday, on your birthday, the soon as possible, that's the way to go. You may need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will, an estate plan. The goal of Connors and Sullivan attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. So visit them for a free, no obligation consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connor says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Well, when we hear the song My Way by Francis Albert on the Idola Power Hour, it is uh, not because it's one of my favorite songs to sing after I have a couple of glasses of wine. It is because a man who has clearly done it his way over the course of the last 85 plus years is the next guest on the Arthur Idola Power Hour. Uh, he just came out with another new book. Um, now, I don't know, Alan Dershowitz, is it War Against the Jews? Is that the newest one? It is War Against the Jews. I wrote it in 32 days. I started on October 7th, the day of the barbarism uh, by Hamas. I dropped everything and decided to write this book and wrote it 32 days, and within uh, two months it was published. It's well, I pre- the Guinness Book of Records. Yeah, I I pre-ordered it, and my dad I spoke to this morning is on page 40. He got it, uh, I think, yesterday uh-huh. or the day before. Good, good, I'm, good, I'm good. not joking. I'm dead serious. I spoke good, to him this morning. He goes, he goes, I hope Alan's going to get a little deep into He goes, he really takes out Harvard. He's very, he was very aggressive. I love it. He goes, I hope he gets a little bit into like the whole history of how I Israel do. came to be. Okay, well, that was yeah, around no, 11 do, o'clock I, this morning, so I don't know how far he got <laughs> no, today. That's at a page. That's at a page. Page sixty or something like that. But he'll probably reach it by tonight. But look, your father has been not only an inspiration to me, but to every uh, practicing lawyer uh, in New York who knows of his reputation. And I have to tell you, Arthur, you're at about a stage in your life until very recently when I said, "Oh, my friend Arthur Adela," they would say, "Oh, you mean lose son?" And now I think. Loose people are saying, "Arthur's father." Well, the, so, you know, you know the joke. My dad shift is occurring. Well, yeah, I appreciate that, Alan. But you know, 
my father's father, my grandfather, was Artie Idala, and he was he was sure. much more well known than I was the boxing judge. And so sure. my dad said I went from being Artie's son my whole life to Arthur's father the rest of my life. Yeah, uh, that's so great. It's- Look, it's not a joke. It's a proud family. You guys, you know, you're you're the American dream. You guys, you come from Sicily. My parents come from. Grandparents come from Poland. You know, we made America, and we have to keep doing that and keeping us together instead of what's going on now at universities. Everybody is separate. You know, everybody is separate. You have to, if you're black, you go to a separate graduation. You eat in a separate dining hall. You don't talk to anybody. You, 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 you major in black studies. You don't learn anything about any other culture. And, and, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, and this, the DEI situation where, Everybody is judged on their identity politics, and the world gets divided. When we grew up, that wasn't the case. You know, we we got along, and uh, you know, I I went to you went to Poly. I went to I went to Brooklyn College. At Brooklyn College, every ethnicity was represented. We didn't know that. We just I, you know, Alan, listen, we I couldn't friends. agree with you more. Yeah. I I've made. I know this is going to put a smile on your face. You know, I make friends with everyone. I made friends a, a new friend. Um, she's probably maybe two or three years younger than you are, um, but she's really a wonderful lady. And I went to, she lives at the Carlisle, and we had high tea yesterday to continue yep. to get to know each other. And she sadly told me that two, her two siblings no longer speak because one's a Biden person and one's a Trump person. And she's like, this is absolutely insane that my siblings no longer speak because of an election of a president of the United States. Well, and now it's being doubled down on with Israel. Um, you know, there are people who won't speak to me or I won't, you know, have any relationship with because they take different views on Israel. The difference, of course, is that Republicans, Democrats, they're both great parties. They both have a great history. And there's always some right on both sides. Israel, Palestine, Israel, Hamas. That's not the case. Uh, you know, Hamas is just pure evil. It's like the Nazi party. And it has to be destroyed completely. And that's the thesis of, of my book, uh, War Against the Jews. There's no, there's no uh, selling uh, that, that case. Uh, you know, and, and what's going on at Harvard, I can't walk through Harvard myself today if I'm wearing a Star of David or a kippah or uh, my lapel pin, which shows an American flag and an Israeli flag. It's just, you know, you feel unsafe if you do that. You know, it's interesting, Alan. You know, obviously... Uh, the reason why I feel good and I feel like I'm following in your footsteps is when I hang out with my friends who are more liberal, they refer to me as their conservative friends. And when I hang out with my friends who are more conservative, they refer to me as their, as their liberal friend. So, and, and I know, you know, you look at the issue and then you, you, you pick the side and it doesn't matter if it's right or left. It's whatever is proper, whatever is That's correct. Right. But right. my, yeah. my Jewish friends, my very close Jewish friends, who have been pretty far to the left for the majority of my life, they are in a real conundrum because a lot of their non-Jewish leftist colleagues are, you know, not happy with their uh, them wearing their Israeli lapel pins. What does Professor well, Dershowitz say about that? Well, also some Jews. I debated Norman Finkelstein yesterday, a Jewish anti-Semite, on Pierce Morgan. And, uh, you know, nothing that Jews do is right. And they control the world, and uh, you know, uh, and he's Jewish, and uh, there are people like that too, um, and uh, a lot of the people in the National Lawyers Guild uh, are Jewish, including friends of mine, you know, Ron Kuby, 
uh, we've managed to maintain our our friendship and a few others like that. But you know, the National Lawyers Guild on the day after these barbaric bar- barbarities occurred, they they uh, uh, they praised Hamas, saying it was a wonderful military action. You know, rapes, murders, uh, beheadings. Um, so you know, the world is divided, and 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 universities are divided. And the worst thing about universities today is. They don't teach you how to think critically. They tell you what to think um, about uh, political issues. And they're no longer a source of learning and truth. They're a source of, quote, social justice. And, you know, under under the zero-sum game, social justice for one group is social injustice for another group. Take, you know, the concept of diversity um, and, and equity and inclusion. Diversity excludes uh, people of color who are Jewish or Say if you're a very dark-skinned Sicilian, you're not you're not covered uh, by by that. Uh, you have to be ethnically black to be covered by diversity. And then equity means the exact opposite of equality. And inclusion excludes excludes Jews, excludes people of Asian background and and others. And so the world is divided into the oppressors and the oppressed. And you know white. Jews are the oppressors, and uh, white people in general are the oppressors, and the Palestinians are the oppressed. You know, Alan, I remember, I remember when you talk about the the universities and not not uh, trying to teach students how to be critical thinkers. I was blessed, and I I don't say that word lightly, to teach alongside you a couple of times at Harvard, but also to yeah. watch you teach at the undergrad school. You had a baseball class, and all, and then at, right, you know yeah. at the law school. But I remember you like laying out a scenario, and then looking at the students and saying, "What do you think? What do you think? What yeah. do you think about that? What do you think about that?" As opposed to, "This is what you should think about that." Yeah. And if they said what they thought, I challenged them, no matter what they thought. I challenged them. And um, in 60 years of teaching, I never once expressed a personal view in class about something that was in any way um, controversial. I let the students decide that. And students would ask me, what's your view? And I say, that's not my job. My job is to teach you how to think, not tell you what to think. So let's talk about what Alan Dershowitz thinks about a, a pretty unique situation in the law. There's two Supreme Court cases regarding yeah. President Trump. Let's talk about the first one, which came about two days ago, where uh, the the special prosecutor won. He won his argument at the district court when the judge said the district court trial judge said, um, no, the president of the United States is not immune, is not, yes, is not shielded from being prosecuted for anything he did during pres- his presidency. Typically, the person who loses then goes and appeals. But here, Alan Dershowitz, tell us what happened. Well, the first time in my 60 years of experience as an appellate lawyer, the winner appeals. I'm not even sure the winner has standing. There are certain rules that say, you know, the losing party can appeal. I've never heard of a case where the winning party appeals. Look, this is all about timing. Um, everybody has a different schedule. Obviously, the special prosecutor wants a conviction uh, before the election. Uh, Trump doesn't want a trial before the election. And uh, so going to the Supreme Court is a way of trying to put it on a fast track, but it may backfire. Uh, it may get on the, on the slow track. Um, I don't know whether the Supreme Court will take that issue at this time. Two issues, immunity and double jeopardy. I don't think there's much to the double jeopardy issue. I think that the uh, impeachment, uh, obviously, was his lawyer during the first impeachment. But I don't think impeachment imposes jeopardy. I think it has to be criminal jeopardy. So I think he's going to lose that. 
Alan, I, what, 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 before you jump off of that, one of the issues, I think, or the factors that the Supreme Court has to take into consideration when, when they skip over the circuit court yeah. and the special prosecutor is asking for this rushed thing is, is it necessary? Is timing so necessary? Now, it was in Bush v. Gore, right? We needed to decide who was the next going to be pres- president of the United States. Right. But how is it going to be decided here? I mean, is it? Is it really? Does it really need to be rushed? I mean, is it? I, I don't know. Under, the, need, under the law, it doesn't need to be rushed. I mean, one side wants it to be, the other side doesn't want it to be. I think the precedent they're looking at is probably that the Supreme Court did take the Watergate case um, and made a decision, and that obviously affected the outcome of, of Nixon's resignation. But I think the wiser course would be for the Supreme Court to decline review at this time. Now. The immunity thing, of course, you do have a right to appeal an immunity before the trial because immunity is not only immunity from prosecution, from, from conviction, it's immunity from prosecution. So uh, it, it's very hard to know what the Supreme Court will do on, on this case. Um, but I think on the merits, if they do take the immunity, they'll split the difference and they'll say there are certain things that he is accused of doing that are covered by immunity. You know, I love when people quote, Nobody's above the law. That's such an idiotic statement. So many people are above the law. Members of Congress are above the law. For years, they could trade on inside information. Judges are above the law. They can do anything, and you can't. Uh, prosecutors are mostly above the law. Wait, they hold on, qualified. Alan. Back up one second. When, when you say judges are above the law, g- give me an example. Me I mean, obviously, let a me judge. Give you, let me give you the best example: the Supreme Court case. All right. There's a judge somewhere in the South, and his best friend's daughter, who's white, is going out with a black kid. He's terrified that she's going to have a baby with him. So he goes to the judge off the bench and says, you know what we have to do here? We have to, you have to sign up a letter saying that she has to have an operation for appendicitis. And he does that. She has the operation, but it's not for appendicitis. She didn't have appendicitis. He ties her tubes. She can't have a baby. She finds out about that years later, sues the judge. Supreme Court rules, no, no, no. I mean, is there anything further than a judge's job than to sit with a friend and write a statement that denied a woman the right to have a baby? Supreme Court says okay. he's above the law. Well, ju- That's just, the worst of the cases. Okay, yeah. that's the worst. But just so the listeners are clear, Professor Dershowitz, if a judge is driving a car and he gets pulled over and it's DWI, he can still be prosecuted if he hits yes, someone with his... but a congressman can't. But a congressman can't. If he's on the way to the Congress, he can't. Okay, so now, now you're teaching me something. So if a congressman yeah, is yeah. blitzed and he's behind the wheel and he's going to that's go right. take a vote in Congress and they pull him over yeah, and... That's right. Really? And, and that happened. I think that happened to uh, a senator or congressman not so long ago. Um, and, and he can't be can't be prosecuted, and he can't be prosecuted for what he says. Uh, not only can't be prosecuted, can't be questioned anywhere for what he says on the floor of the Senate. Now, you know, there are limits to that. There, there was a case some years ago where uh, uh, a senator hit another senator over the head with a cane and, and disabled him forever. And uh, I don't think there was a prosecution there even. But, um, but there are people above the law. There's no doubt about that. Now, you might say, well, it's the law that puts them above the law. But that's what Trump is saying he's saying there is a law that says a president is immunized from criminal prosecution for what he does that are part of his presidential duties. Now, the question is, 
what's a part of his presidential duties? And so I think the court may come to a split verdict and say some of the things were, some of the things weren't. So before I got two minutes left, Alan. The, the, there's, there's two Supreme Court cases. There's the one where the special yep. prosecutor asked for them to jump over the Court of yeah. Appeals and rule on immunity. And there's another one about this particular law about uh, disrupting or preventing right. a vote. So, yeah. so explain the second on, case. That on the on, on that said. one, I have a client. I have a client, a young law school student, uh, who was denied his diploma and is being prosecuted felony for simply going into the Capitol and protesting and not damaging anything. And it's that issue is whether or not there can be obstruction of Congress. And the answer, again, is going to be split. Uh, no, you can't obstruct Congress by simply going and exercising your First Amendment right to petition the government, even if you're dead wrong. But if you destroy property, etc., you can. So that's a very interesting case, and it has implications for Trump, too, because one of the charges in his Washington indictment is obviously obstruction of uh, an official proceeding. So what does this and do I with the timing? The what does this do with the timing of the it's, Trump trial that's supposed to start in March? I don't think they can. I think they would have to drop that charge, and I think they will drop that charge if they want to get the case going, because there are other things that were charged. But I think they will drop that charge, because otherwise, you know, this case, that case won't be decided until after the election, probably. The oral argument is, I think, scheduled for April. It's conceivable they could have an opinion by the end of June, but more likely that um, we don't know. Maybe they could. All right, Alan Dershowitz, we're wrapping up, and this week was Frank Sinatra's birthday, so I will I will end. I'll give you some words about your thoughts about uh, Frank Sinatra. When I was 85, it was a wonderful year. And so I love that song. Uh, except it's, the play, it's playing behind you as we speak. It's playing behind you as we speak. But the ends in the 40s. You know, we have a long life after your 40s. Even you're more than 40. So um, I think we have to have a revision of that song that takes us to 85, to your father and to me. All right. I love it. Alan Dershowitz, I love you. You're a great man. And uh, warm regards to your beautiful wife and enjoy life because you deserve it. Likewise, and to your whole family. Your mother is going to call me immediately and tell me how much she loved my interview with you. That's true. All right. Professor Alan Dershowitz, thank you so much. We'll be right back on the Authorite Dollar Power Hour with Chief Kemper. It was a very good year. Tonight at 7, Legal Night fires up right on time, just in time for you to have the biggest legal stories of the day brought to you with expertise from legal all-star Imran Ansari and yours truly, Kevin McCullough. That's tonight at 7. We are moving now. Electric bikes are everywhere. They are quiet and very fast. Teens ride them on the roads, in bike lanes, but also in places they should not be, like sidewalks and parks. When you ride, wear a helmet. Don't speed. Watch out for pedestrians and cars. New York State and your community have specific rules for electric bikes. Follow them. Go to trafficsafety.ny.gov for more info. A message brought to you by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Calling all patriots, join me in Alaska in June 2024 for the adventure of a lifetime. For more information or to book, call 855-565-5519 or visit patriotsalaskacruise.com. 
Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays are here. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or are looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and on to sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit newyorkcruises.com. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Cammons, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Cammons earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Great tune. Here we go. So, I love it because Chief Kemper one time said that he loves the Beastie Boys and he loves the album License Dale, which I do. It's 1987. It was like kind of the glory days for me with Glenn and Broadbar and student purchase. was wild. But at the end of my sophomore year in college, this, I mean, this album was huge and there was no phone to Google what's Brass Monkey, but we figured out what Brass Monkey was and it was a pre-mixed drink that they sold in the liquor store. So we said, okay, the, the last day of classes... We're going to go buy a bottle of this. 
Well, we did. Luckily, Glenn and I took it easy on the, the brass monkey, but our buddy Noah, he hit it hard, and by like 6 o'clock, he was sleeping. It's like some nasty mix of, I don't even know, brandy and orange juice and... It's nothing you really want to mess around with, but um, the other one you don't, want to, the other person you don't want to mess around with is uh, Chief Michael Kemper because you know he's a badass dude who's taking over the subways by storm, making sure we're safe morning, noon, and night. Uh, this time of the year, I'm on the subway nonstop. Anyone who's taking cars around Manhattan, the middle of Manhattan, you're out of your mind. It would take you an hour to go a block. The subways have been spectacular. A little crowded, but I'm happy to see it's crowded because that means people feel safe. That means people are using them. Without further ado, the one, the only, Chief Michael Kemper. Arthur, good afternoon, and what an intro. Again, License to Ill. Have I told you that was probably one of the top ten greatest albums ever dropped? Well, it's right? it's it's in the album. If you get, like, I don't know if it's Rolling Stone, someone's got like the, the greatest 100 albums of all time, and I'm pretty sure License to Ill, and that's a big, I mean, it's millions of albums, and to, the fact that it's in there, that's pretty big, pretty big deal. I don't know. I don't know if it's in it, but that, uh, you know, when the album was dropped, I heard you just talking about it. It just blew my mind. I don't think. No, no, I'm not joking. I, I, I bought the book for my son and for my son, yeah. Luca. And it, I think it's like, it's either a thousand songs you have to hear or a hundred albums you have to hear. But, but License Dill is definitely well represented. Absolutely. I mean, and, uh, your, your listeners got to realize just how big of a, uh, an album that was at that time. So, Chief Kemper, give me the state of the union of our transit system here at the uh, towards the end of this year now. So, you know, Arthur, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, as we sit here right now, we're still continuing to make progress. Uh, we're down year to date in crime. Um, and, you know, you asked me a, a great question last last week. I think you asked me, uh, are you going to, you know, beat the year in crime in the transit system? And uh, I said, I, I believe uh, I believe we will. And, and as I sit here right now, I'm projecting that we will win. And, again, we want to take the momentum that we're at right now and bring it into 2024. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, Chief, and it's, you know, it's not because you're on the line. I would complain to you if, if you were on the line as well. Uh, my stop is 86th Street in, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Uh, I've been there for the last two weeks. Ever since they light the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center, I basically put my car on mothballs and, and take the subway every day. And there's two police officers on 86th Street and 4th Avenue every morning that I'm down there, yeah. which is, you know, look, just seeing the officers there, it, the, the deterrent effect is, is exponential. And, you know, I, yesterday I had to take the 6th train from like 76th Street in Manhattan, uh, down in my office, the train was packed at like four o'clock in the afternoon, which is great. That means people, yeah. you know, people are feeling good about things. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, it's, it's, it speaks to the confidence that our riders have in the subway system where ridership is, you know, at that post-COVID high right now. But uh, again, like seeing the cops and just the value of, uh, you know, uniform cops in the subway system. I always like to say everyone loves to see a cop, right? Even our harshest critics deep down inside, you know, as they're walking down a city street. They love to see the cop. But, one, you know, when you're in a subway system, people really, really love to see cops. And, you know, investments have been made. We've been talking about these investments from Mayor Adams and this administration. And, you know, we have upwards of uh, over 1,000 additional cops in the subway system each day, seven days a week, all to provide a greater police presence, all to deter crime, and, ultimately, uh, you know, ultimately to make our riders feel safe. Well, Chief Kemper, it's Joni. I'm jumping in because... 
I applaud you. Last Friday night, my best friend Ritu and her daughter Anjali and I were at the Jingle Ball Rock concert at MSG. We didn't want to take a cab home. The traffic was insane. We walked a block from MSG and took the Q train, and I felt completely safe. There were police all over. We were. It was 1230 at night, and we felt safe. Thank you. Yeah, you know what, you know, Joan, I'm glad to hear that, and, and, and that's the name of the game. And listen, our goal, obviously, is, deter, is to deter crime from happening, but in large part, you know, you, you know, perception. This goes into the conversation of perception and fear, and, you know, truth be told, you know, a lot of what scares our riders is, is what they see when they come into the subway system, whether it's acts of uh, lawlessness, and again, that uniform presence is our greatest asset or our greatest weapon, if you will, uh, to combating that, that perception. And again, just like you, is like what I say all the time. When people see the uniform cop in the subway system, it offers them, you know, a level of comfort or, you know, it, it just makes them feel safe. And that's the name of the game. Just so, you know, preventing them from becoming victims of crimes and making them feel safe. Chief Kemper, I, I, you, you did something cool today, right? Weren't you at some conference or some convention? Oh, I do something cool every day. Come on, you know that. Well, that's true. You have a great job. I mean, I'm not as cool as you, but... Uh, I, Listen, you, know, you, can, I, you can work on it. Father too many, married to none, and in case you're unaware, I carry a gun. Yeah, so tell us what you did today. Um, yeah, so, you know, really cool uh, experience. And, you know, there was a transit police summit today held in Manhattan, and basically what that was... Uh, was we had over 100 transit police chiefs and security leaders from uh, across America that came to New York City. You know, my counterparts, if you will, from uh, Los Angeles, Chicago, Portland, Minneapolis, the head of Amtrak, and, of course, my good friend uh, uh, John Muller, who's the uh, police chief of the uh, MTA police. And, you know, uh, you know, I was there representing the greatest police department in the world, the NYPD, and we had guest speakers there. Bill Bratton uh, had spoke. He commanded the room. He's, a, he's a, a legend and an icon. And, you know, a lot of highly respected experts in, this field, uh, in their field spoke. And it was all geared toward uh, policing transit and rail systems. And it was pretty cool to meet your counterparts and just see how much in common you have with them. And all different topics were discussed. You know, of course, homeless and mental health and counterterrorism and crime and quality of life. And, you know, what we did was we spoke... Uh, and we spoke best practices and, and some not so best practices and in, in what uh, certain cities and police chiefs are dealing with and how they're uh, responding to it. So great opportunity to network, great opportunity to meet my peers or, or, or counterparts from these different cities and pick up some tips. Okay, so two things, Chief Kemper. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you mentioned uh, Commissioner Bratton. Before he was Commissioner Bratton, at one point, wasn't he Chief of Transit of the NYPD or am I misremembering? Yeah. No, you're not. You're you're, uh, you're spot. He was the uh, <clears throat> chief of the transit police uh, uh, just prior to his uh, appointment as uh, the police commissioner, the NYPD. You got to go back to the uh, you know early 1990s and and listen, he revolutionized policing. You know, not just in the transit system, but uh, yeah, the in thing, the NYPD and across the world. You know, with uh, uh, you know his leadership style and, and and certainly bringing Comstat into policing and. Uh, you know, it was interesting. I even spoke to him uh, after he spoke. And I, as he was speaking, I was just like listening to every word he said. And everything he said resonated with me. And I was, I was like, everything he's saying is exactly how I think. Um, so there's not too many people that understand this job, uh, particularly, uh, you know, being the chief of police for the uh, transit system in New York City. 
there, there's only a few people that really understand the, the difficulties and the challenges. He's one of them. So it's always nice to, uh, when I see him, I talk to him, he's very, uh, uh, you know, motive. He's he's a motivator. He really yeah, is. I, I have his book. I'm looking at his book sitting on uh, on, on on my the, the profession. Uh, is the name of his book by Bill Bratton. One last thing, Chief Kemper. You know, I talked about riding the subway. Something popped up, and I don't know if you learned anything from your colleagues or, or you guys traded uh, techniques. But when I did get on the train. Um, I forget what train it was over the last couple of days. But, you know, there was a, a person. I don't know if it was a male or a female because their head was totally covered. They didn't look like they were mentally ill or anything like that, but they were just against along three seats on one side and flipping over to the other side, you know, the L-side seats, seats yep. on either the R or the N train. And, um, uh, you know, they're just there out cold, you know, in the middle of the day. What are the procedures to... Um, how do you guys supposed to handle that? Someone there sleeping, and and you supposed to wake them up? You supposed to what? Do you, what 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 are the guys supposed to do? Yes, if you're talking about like the police response, we'll call that scenario. You know, in police lingo, outstretched. That's an, an outstretched person. And what we would do is we would, which is uh, against the law. Um, do they have a, a a legal right to be on that train? So again, I, I wish I can give you a better answer other than each situation and. Uh, would be treated differently depending on the circumstances and the responses that the cops had. But no one should be outstretched on a subway car. And if you do see someone outstretched, you know, find a cop to conduct a no or a train operator no, uh, and, and hopefully we can correct that condition. All right, Chief Michael Kemper, happy Hanukkah to you, my friend. Thank and you. Um, oh, hopefully, if I'm lucky, I will talk to you again next week or. or some at one point, then the week after yep. that, I think we're going to take a little break at the Idola Power Hour before we kick in 2024. Yeah, it's um, hard to believe is Christmas is a week and a half away. Imagine. Look, I I know how busy you are, Chief, but I did invite you and your bride to the Idola Bertuna and Cameron's holiday party next Wednesday it's night, my, December it's on, it's on my calendar. It's on my calendar, well, and then we're going to try our best. I appreciate that. All right, don't don't you know? Don't kill yourself, but we would love to see you. You will get a hero's welcome uh, if you do come in there, and your bride is so lovely. Everyone would be delighted to be in her presence i appreciate that she's gonna love to hear this this is what i need for her head right now oh she's the best she deserves yeah. it keith kentrowitz baby keith kentrowitz strong He's a all good right man. be good chief mike kemper have a great night thanks for jumping on with the author idola power hour always uh, always author joan and matt be well all right be well all right there you go you got it from the chief of transit what's going on it looks like we're going to win the year the stats for crime in the subway will be lower in 2023 than they were in 2022 don't go away we'll be right back and have a little bit of fun If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 
Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and whether you're an owner of one machine or have a fleet of hundreds, Esco Truck and Equipment can help with all your equipment needs. Whether it be purchase, lease, or rent, the right machine to improve your business. Esco provides a full line of link belt excavators, light equipment from Dynapack, and Chicago pneumatic or handheld power tools from Steel. Esco Parts can stock an extensive inventory and retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the field and need a part, Esco certified technicians will come to you on site to get you back to work quickly. Esco is there for you every step of the way with regular maintenance, inspections, service, and repair. Serving New York and New Jersey, call Joe Egenio at 718-504-2600. That's 718-504-2600. Or go online to escoequipment.com. That's E-S-S-C-O equipment.com. Esco Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. All right, welcome back to the Idala Power Hour. That was a lot of fun with um, Chief Kemper. Before that, with Alan Dershowitz. Before that, with the new jo- the debut of the new Joni Pelzer song. Simbolina, you have that available? Can we just play that just one more time for people who tuned in late? There is, this is breaking news, national, international breaking news. There is a new theme song when Joni speaks. Joni, please say something. Hello, audience. There we go. Perfect. So, as fantastic as Joni is. Thanks, Rob Dellinger. And um, I, we're going to talk to our next two guests. And then, if we I just say we re run out of time, I'm so excited to see my buddies from the Brooklyn DA's office tonight at Steak Night in Bay Ridge. Usually we're in Manhattan, but this year we're going back to where it all began in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Before that, I'm going to jump into Casa Cipriani and see Governor Cuomo because he's having a little holiday party that he invited me to. So I'm going to just say a quick hello and give him a good old Italian hug and then head to Bay Ridge. Before I do that, Let's talk about two 19-year-old entrepreneurs. Yes, I believe the socks I'm wearing may be older than 19 years, but Yamin Muhammad and Lana Sullivan, a couple that met in high school in Hewlett, Long Island, both decided that the traditional college route was not for them, and they wanted to go in a different direction. So what they did was they teamed up and used their experience to create a place to Listen to music and eat some food. 1656 Broadway, Broadway at 51st Street, Beats and Bites. Welcome to the Idala Power Hour, Yemen and Lana. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having us. We're thank so you excited. So much. All right, Lana, tell us wh- why should people go to Beats and Bites? Tell us why it's so wonderful. Well, Beats and Bites is wonderful because it's like a breath of fresh air, it's new, it's modern. And what most consumers we've noticed are looking for nowadays is not only good food, but because everything is technological on social media, everybody loves to get a good picture. Everybody loves to post where they are. So what we tried to do is apply a mixture of that with Beats and Bites and make it just as aesthetically pleasing and comfortable and a place to just hang out. 
So, Yemen, you guys are part of the Times Square Alliance, so you're in the heart of Times Square. If someone comes in and wants a bite, what are they eating? Their go-to is usually to go get a strawberry crepe, which is our most best-selling item right now on the menu. Keep going. Tell me what else I can get. What if I'm allergic to strawberries? Give me a plan B. You could you can make anything. We could put any kind of fruits you'd prefer. We have different kinds of stuff, meaning we have different categories. Waffles, pancakes. We have fresh juices. We have sundaes. And we have ice cream on the side. Oh, it's heaven on the side. And, and Lana, what kind of music are you guys cranking in there? Well, what makes it so special is we're not narrowing it down to just one category. We want to apply to all audiences. We have music ranging all the way from modern, all the way to 80s music every once in a while, all genres, categories, pop, hip-hop, slow jazz, rock, everything okay, you can so imagine. Arthur's going to come in because he's got to have his 80s music. Can you play him some Rolling so, Stones? So 16, <laughs> 1656 Broadway, Broadway at 51st Street. You guys are in the heart of it all. I mean, you're literally in the the middle of the universe. And yeah. how, old are you, how old are you guys again? I'm 19 as of this year, and Lana's 18 over here. Wow, that is fantastic. Skipped college to be entrepreneurs in the heart of New York City, Times Square. That is a challenge, guys, but we support you. Give us your your hours Thank of operation. So Lana, what are your hours of operation? Um, our hours of operation are quite extensive. We open at 9 a.m. and we close around 2 a.m. Holy moly. Do you take the subway? We drive here every morning together okay, from Long Island. You're coming from Long Island. Okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll eventually live in the city, and you'll take the subway, and we'll introduce you to the chief of transit. We'll send so, over. So, you know what's pretty cool? <laughs> you guys are not old enough to walk into one of the bars and buy yourself a beer, but you're old enough to run a, a thriving business, a, a budding business, it I should say. a week ago. Uh, congratulations. Thank and, you um, so much. When, you know, we're, we're not too far away. We're about six or seven blocks away. We'll come out and see, and we'll, uh, we'll have a, one of your best smoothies. And I'm not allergic to strawberries, so I'll get one of those strawberries. <laughs> Everybody crepes, all right, Yemen? Of course. Of course. We wish you the most success. Happy Mary and happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. All right, folks, that puts a lid on things tonight at the Arthur Idala Power Hour. It's a major show with uh, Dershowitz and uh, Kemper and the international debut of the new Joni (laughs) Pelzer theme song. It's really the, the the whole world here is rocking. Thank you, Sam Bellino, for my my Christmas present. And it is You're steak welcome. night, twenty twenty three for the uh, Brooklyn Boys, the Blue Zone. It started with the alum of the Brooklyn DA's office from the nineties. We'll see you tomorrow night. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.